everybody has a story and everyone is deserving of friendship, kindness and acceptance. Today's story is about Teddy and his, and the book is called Teddy Loses His Ears by Christine Milkovic Story about a real life rescue cat who lost his ears to frost in minus 50 degree temperatures in Central. So we'll be right back with Teddy's story and the many lessons we can learn from it on the Writer's Corner live show. If you're just joining us, then a big hearty warm welcome to the Writer's Corner live for you. I'm Bridgette Limbanda from Cape Town in South Africa. And in today's show, we're going to be talking to Christine Mulkovic Kraus. In the show, we are going to be um, introducing you to a brand new author that's not been on our show before and her amazing book about a real life story. So let us know where you're watching from. If you're brand new, we'd be happy to give you a shout out because we love new viewers on the show. And today's show is made possible by Creative Edge, StreamYard and BeLive Media. So a special warm welcome wherever you're watching us today. We're all about helping people level up um, while they are live because we know even our authors when you are talking about your books everything is not quite back to normal yet I know that some authors are starting in-person book signings but for the most part a lot of authors are still using online so one of the things that you can do we're all about giving you some tips and tricks um, a lot of the authors are going live using their phones and there's nothing wrong with it but if you've wondered why you get those black lines on the side it's because you're holding your phone in um, in portrait mode so what you can do instead is simply turn your phone into landscape mode and that'll take away the black lines and you'll have more space so that you can use your hands and show your book and your audience can see you clearly and it looks so much more interactive so just turn your phone into landscape mode um, that'll make a huge difference and then the other thing you want to do is use some kind of a, a tripod um, you know you can use an iographer, um, a DJI Osmo, or just a simple, plain um, tripod of some sort and stabilize your phone. Because what happens if you don't do that, um, it's very hard to hold your phone still for a long time if you're trying to talk. Um, and it makes the audience feel seasick when your hand moves or shakes. So just those little changes will make a huge difference to the way that you interact with your audience. Um, Mary and I both also use the Logitech Brilliant other than what's built you are going live with your laptop. The other recommendation we'd like to make is that you use um, something like a lapel microphone, like the Rode Lavalier microphone. All these little changes makes a huge, huge difference. And so with that, let me just 
bring on my amazing co-host and friend Mary Elizabeth Jackson. She's also an author, an award-winning author that is. Um, she's written so many children's stories. She's a children's advocate and a ghostwriter. Mary, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Okay, thank you. And I'm looking forward to our author today. Me too. I know today is National Book Club's Day. Isn't that exciting? I saw that on the news morning and I was like, oh, we have to celebrate because we have show all the authors and uh, what an um you know what an amazing thing to love in life, reading and the love of reading, how important it is in our lives, isn't it? Absolutely, for sure. And in South Africa, it's a public holiday as well. It's a day in South Africa, yeah. And so um, it's kind of nice that we're both female presenters and we've got a female yeah. author on the show today, um, which is amazing. So if anyone doesn't haven't met Christine Milkovic, she is a pet lover, a cat mom, and um, she's also got two beautiful children. And Teddy is her real-life rescue pet. And we're going to hear a lot more about that. Um, the stories that Christine shares about Teddy are used to raise awareness of preventable injuries, pet care, self-esteem, and disabilities. Um, she also uses it as a platform to raise awareness of rescue organizations who save thousands of animals every single year. So let's not waste any more time and invite our special guest for the show today. to be here and coincidentally Mary uh, yesterday was National Cat Day ah lots to celebrate yes I know yes. we grew up with we grew, I grew up with cats and I'm a cat lover but in my as I became a grown-up in my grown-up years I became somewhat allergic so my kids have like I want a cat you know and we haven't done a cat yet we have a dog but, um, you know, at some point I may just, I don't know, just put something on my nose and, you know, bring a cat in the house. So I love cats. So I love cats too. Yeah. They're very self-sufficient and they just bring so much joy and love and cuddles. So I'm just over the moon with my uh, rescue cat. So I couldn't be happier with our pick. And they're a lot like teenagers, you know, I'll let you pet me. <laughs> don't pet me. Yes. You can look at me. Yes. I won't look now. Very aloof, and then they just come home for food. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've got our, our neighbor's cat live at our house as well, you know, um, always, always here. Um, and in fact, she, she just visits the neighborhood. She just loves visiting the neighborhood. Anyway, so tell us how you met 
Teddy. Tell us the story of Teddy. How did Teddy come to be a part of your life and your family? Well, I heard about this rescue organization um, through friends who were doing uh, fostering uh, online, and they put me in touch with Heart and Soul um, Dog and Cat Rescue Organization, and I volunteered to be a foster mom for pets, which is essentially uh, just giving a pet a temporary home until they can be adopted into their forever home. So we started out with kittens and um, it was just so much fun. Uh, then we were looking on the website and we saw Teddy. Now somebody has to volunteer um, to be a foster mom before that pet gets a spot on a truck to drive from central Canada to the west coast where it can be adopted and nobody was really volunteering to um, take this cat in particular um, and I think it's because he looked different he had no ears he kind of looked a little bit angry um, and very like you know, uh, feral looking. And um, I thought, well, this cat's been through a lot. I can't believe no one's adopting him. I think he looks cute. And my children absolutely wanted to uh, give this cat a chance, a second chance. And um, so we volunteered to foster Teddy. And then as it turns out, um, he just really fit in with our family. And that's the great thing about fostering animals is you get an opportunity to see if that pet fits with your lifestyle and Teddy really did. So we uh, officially adopted Teddy um, Easter 2021. And and he's a very lucky Teddy to have found you guys as well. So all animals and humans need love, right? Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. Do you, so is this the first time you guys had become foster, you know, a foster family um, with Teddy or had this, you know, cause I, I, I know, reading about you, um, you know, that you, this was partly during the pandemic. Had you done this before then? Yes. So just right before Teddy, um, we fostered a litter of kittens over Christmas, uh, the pandemic 2021. And since we uh, adopted Teddy, um, we've fostered a couple of uh, uh, new mom cats and their 11 kittens total. So we had two moms and seven kittens from one litter and three kittens from another, four kittens from another litter and two moms. So we had 11 cats total in addition to Teddy. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. Oh my gosh. Well, we need, we need lots of love like that in the world. We thank you for doing that. That's awesome. And I know your kids absolutely love it. Oh, it's so much fun. These kittens just bounce around the house and destroy everything. And you just, I could watch them for hours. It's just easy entertainment. Oh my so goodness. <laughs> they need their own YouTube channel. Yeah, right? Yes, they do. You should. Oh my goodness. That's a marvelous idea. You know, people are entertained by, I mean, it's like I could sit and wash you know, when my when my sons were young, we had a fishbowl and I could sit and watch this fishbowl all day long. I never got tired of it, you know, just watching all that movement was so therapeutic uh, and entertaining all at the same time, you know. So what was it about Teddy in particular that grabbed you? I mean you've got you've got other rescue kittens in your home, but what was it about Teddy? that pulled on your heartstrings and made you feel like you wanted to use Teddy to make a difference? Uh, just I felt like Teddy's story was so unique and um, it was something I'd never heard of. Um, I know people know not to leave your pets or children in a car when it's hot out, but I don't think 
anyone really thinks about when it's too cold. So um, learning about Teddy's story and then kind of researching his backstory, I just, I just had to know what happened to this cat. And um, my children's reactions to the cat, oh, well, first of all, when I picked Teddy up to foster him, I opened the cage, the crate, and he just snuggled my face. And I think he just imprinted on me um, automatically. And then when the we had a few weeks with him at home and he was just so quirky and funny and just a lap cat just cuddled with me and slept with me. And when the rescue organization told me that they have a confirmed um, adoption for Teddy, I was like, um, I don't think so. <laughs> I got very possessive over Teddy and that's what I knew. I couldn't let this cat go. He was mine. <laughs> belongs oh, that's, with me. That's so sweet. Well, what you know, having this going on in your life, what ended up making you want to write the book about him, like to turn it into a book for children? Because um, obviously there are a lot of um, avenues that the story can go and platforms that it can support. But what made you want to do it? And what are the hidden gems in the book, do you feel? Um, well, I wanted to do it because, I, again, I think for, um, as far as pet care goes, people can um, learn from this story. And it's good to um, teach children at a very young age. And because I had now um, adopted a cat, I wasn't going to be helping the organization with fostering. So I wanted to somehow create um, a platform for them to raise awareness uh, to other people so that they can continue um bringing on more foster families and getting donations. And so I thought this book would raise awareness that way. But then also uh, judging. I mean, I judged the cat just like probably everybody else. Um, we thought he would be an angry cat. Um, nobody wanted to foster this cat because he looked different. And you know what? At the end of the day, he turned out to be an amazing pet. And just because people or cats look different, um, it's okay to ask those questions and, um, and, and not prejudge them, not make assumptions. So that was part of the reason I felt like the story needed to be told because it taught me a lesson too. And yeah, I just really wanted to share that message with children and, um, also just to be kind and, and accept people or pets for who they are. So Teddy's a lovable character. So I kind of, he relates to children and, um, I think they can connect with the story on an emotional level. Yeah. So, Absolutely. you know, are there, are there any, apart from just the lessons for animals, think there are lessons in there for us as people as well, as far as acceptance is concerned? Yeah, absolutely. So in the story, it shows um, Teddy's journey about what he went through and then how he felt once he um, looked different and, and kind of the struggles that he went through. And then when people were asking him questions, he thought they were making fun of him, but they, they really weren't. They were just curious to hear about his story and they actually thought he was brave and they supported him. And uh, yeah, I, I think there's lessons there for everybody. Mm, about just yeah. being kind and friendship and not making up whispering theories about oh, what could have happened to that person. Just ask those questions and acknowledge it. And um, I think acknowledgement goes a long way. It does. In talking. Yeah. yeah. And understanding and learning from people's stories because everybody is different. And so the only way we can learn and grow is to ask those questions. 
Yeah. Is where is Teddy right now? Uh, Teddy's probably sitting on the on the front porch, soaking in some sun. Oh, yeah. Teddy spends <laughs> Teddy spends a lot of time gar guarding the property, and um, oh, he's such a celebrity. Everybody walking past wants to pet Teddy. Children come and knock on the door and ask if Teddy can play, and he loves it. He absolutely loves it. He's very popular oh. in the neighborhood in the community. Well, that's so sweet. Well, so tell us a little bit about the the book cover. Obviously, you know the book cover is is the most important things as an author. You know you've got to get people to want to buy your book, and then we want to ask if you'll read from the book for us. So tell us a little bit about you know how did you come up with the the how did you end up with this book cover? Uh, well, I wanted to depict. Um like a surprise with the cat and oh like how did he lose his ears and maybe something very colorful that kids would want to um pick off the shelf and uh and read and learn about so i just that's the what i pictured in my head and i connected with this amazing illustrator she um hand paints every uh every page in the story and she just gets my vision and she's um, it's perfect working with her. We're a very good team. Would you like me to read a couple? Oh, Brigitte, you're yes, sorry. Uh, there. I love all the illustrations in the book. Um, I mean, they're beautiful and uh, you know, the, the pictures in the book. And why did you have blank pages at the back? I was just wondering about that. Uh, apparently that is, um, that was not meant to be that way. Um, my book doesn't have those blank pages, but it was just printed that way through, through Amazon somehow, but I am utilizing those pages, um, to sign and Teddy potographs the books for his fans. So we use those blank pages. We make sure we utilize it since it's there, <laughs> but that was, it is a printing error. I wanted, I wanted to ask you about that because sometimes authors put in blank pages on purpose so that people can make notes. So it's a great place for parents to make notes of things that they'd covered in the book already with the kids or things that they want to share about the story and I like that you use it to to put in notes or autographs that's a great use of, of those pages yes Teddy has a Teddy has a stamp with a paw print on it and uh, he signs every book <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute <laughs> yeah. yeah we'd love for you to read uh, some from the book for us well, sure. So again, this is a true story about Teddy um, in central Canada, and he was found frozen in a barn by a farmer um, by um, happenstance. It was it was a fluke. Teddy was um, really on um, his last legs there. He was not very conscious, but the farmer took him in and um, warmed him up. And so we'll go from that point. As the ice melted from his fur, Teddy's ears began to disappear. The vet said Teddy lost his ears from extreme cold called frostbite. So as the ice melted, his ears started disappearing too. Mm -hmm. Teddy looked in the mirror, surprised by his reflection. Sometimes Teddy would feel sad that he looked so different from all the other cats. And... The story goes on to show that he was asked many questions about his missing ears. Were you in an accident? Why don't you have any ears? Can you still hear? 
which are all actually really real questions people would ask me about my cat. Uh, people were very curious about his story and um, these are all real questions. Um, but I'll just read a little bit here. By sharing his experience, Teddy hopes his story will help save other pets from preventable injuries like his by reminding us to keep our pets inside when it's cold. And on every page, there is a hidden mouse. That's Teddy's favorite toy in real life too. So kids have to look for the hidden mouse on every page. And there's also a fun page in the beginning of the story where you have to spot the real Teddy. Only one of these cats is the real Teddy. So you need to find him. Cute. So there's a few interactive little things in the story, but um, the artwork really is quite impressive. I'm, I'm very grateful to have connected with this artist. Yeah, it's a very personal relationship to have with someone that gets yes. your vision. Um, yeah, they become part of what you're doing. So it is a very important part of the journey as a children's author. Yes, and it's been so easy. I just sent her my stories and she's like, yeah, she's like the story jumps out at me and this is what I see. And I'm like, that's exactly what I wanted. So it's perfect. Oh it's a great symbiotic relationship. That's wonderful. So tell me this uh is this a once-off story? Are you planning to write some more about Teddy? What's next for you and what's next for Teddy? Well, um, Teddy Loves Spaghetti is the next book that's going to be coming out. And um, that should be out this year in a couple of months, actually. And that all, all of the stories about Teddy are true. Um, so Teddy Loves Spaghetti and uh, he he's very well behaved cat. He doesn't jump on tables or counters, but when we had spaghetti night as a family, this cat jumped on the table, knocked the bowl of spaghetti over and just started chowing down like, like more than Garfield would eat lasagna. And I just thought I've had cats my whole life. I've never seen a cat eat pasta before. And, um, so it's a, this one is a funny story, but, um, more about, maybe what we should not be feeding our pets. It's more about nutrition for children and pet care for animals, alternatives to food-based rewards. And uh, it touches a little bit on diabetes and um, maybe seeing friends with a, a, a diabetic uh, blood monitor in their arm and understanding why they have that. Um, and just... Yeah, so that's a it's a more of a story about nutrition. So each story, you don't need to know his first story to read the second story. They're all independent with their own lessons. Um, after that, we have Teddy visits the vet, and another surprise came out of Teddy's uh, visit to the vet. Um, it is a big reveal, and my children's reaction to that um, inspired that story as well. And then we'll go into Teddy Gets Adopted. So all, all of these journeys are things we went to, through together with this cat and how the children reacted to these things were just so inspirational to me that I had to put pen to paper. Well, it's nice that you have, um, that you've got a true base story to, to go from, you know, because then you've got uh, so, so much more mileage out of it, you know, I think. And children, I mean, I have kids too and, they're they're inspirational all day long i mean they just kind of you know they do something oh that's a book oh that's a story oh that's an idea of some sort you know oh absolutely sometimes i'll just listen to my children just 
that you know, they're nonstop talkers <laughs> and I'll just start typing what they're saying. Cause they're, they're just writing the story themselves. So people ask me what's next for Teddy. And I'm like, I don't know, whatever presents itself to me. Mm. It's really exciting. That is exciting. Yes. Yes. That is amazing. So you're basically starting a whole series of books, um, from the story and lessons that people can learn from his, his journey. I mean, that is just, um, amazing, you know, Teddy's becoming one celebrity cat and you're right. You know, oftentimes we talk about don't leave children in a hot car, don't leave animals in a hot car, but, um, the same goes for the cold, you know, don't leave children in a car that's too hot up too cold. Um, and also animals, you know, it's a big lesson in there. Both extremes are bad for both humans and um, animals. And I think it's wonderful that you've taken up this opportunity to um, to write about this and uh, and to turn it into lessons. I think that's that's amazing. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, we're excited about um, where the books are going and where they're headed and the stories and the lessons in all of them. Thank you. So are you, I, I, it is a wonderful pleasure. Um, ha, are you self-published? Yes, I am self-published uh, with Teddy Loses His Ears. Um, I would love for a publishing company to notice us and um, offer us a deal because the costs to self-publish are, uh, it is expensive. Um, but I feel that the stories need to be told. Absolutely. So anybody out there watching, <laughs> you know, yes. Come I, I fall in love me. with Teddy. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. It is a great story. Christine, thank, thank you. you so much for joining us today and sharing um, Teddy's real life. Hopefully next time we have you on the show, Teddy will make his appearance and he can have appearance on on the screen as well. So thank you so much, Christine. And we're going to plug with a very special um, uh, message inspired by Teddy and your story. Mm -hmm.